Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Today, headaches, migraines, how to give them. Wait, no, no, causes and solutions. Okay, if you want to give somebody a headache, all you've got to do is look at um, CNN, look at the social media, put a mask on so you can decrease oxygen, get extremely stressed out, and then take toxic chemicals to decrease the symptoms. No, let's talk about normal, okay? Um, now, all of this is, we also have a censored portion. We're not going to talk about it right now, but the censored portion is ignorance, the real epidemic. And we're going to talk a lot about um, face masks, which actually do cause headaches. We're um, also going to get deep into the PCR test and uh, revolutions, what's happening now, how we can take our world back. So all those that have uh, that are helping us on the Dr. BVIP, God bless you. Um, if you haven't, please sign up for it, and your your help is super appreciated. The reason it's important uh, is because we've had four more videos deleted. Uh, so um, so far, we're up to uh, seven videos so far, and it, it's interesting because we're talking about autoimmune disease and vaccines, question and answer, diabetes, finding the truth about vaccine, vaccine ignorance on measles and polio, and vaccinations updated. So um, the, the science that we use is not acceptable to the totalitarian regime that we're under. And it's also, this is going to be placed on Odyssey. When you go to Odyssey, you go to Dr. John Bergman, um, but let's get into this. Okay, now, headaches never, ever in the world is high blood pressure going to cause a headache. So if somebody says that, oh, man, I have this headache and I check my blood pressure inside, pain will cause high blood pressure, okay? And a pain, okay, and that, that means the headache pain. So if I smash your thumb with a hammer, uh, your blood pressure is going to go up. Okay, and just think of this. High blood pressure, if you're chasing after an antelope, okay, a thousand years ago, and if high blood pressure actually did cause a headache, uh, you would not have caught the antelope and your species wouldn't have made it. Uh, so 93% of all headaches are cervicogenic. That means it's coming from the neck. Okay, now there's a lot of things that come from the neck. That's why we call the neck the arc of life. And this is also sinus issues, referred trigger point headache. And there are so many docs out there and healthcare professionals that are working the muscles, relaxing the muscles. We're going to get into that. Now, about 7% of headache are from toxicities, alcohol, drugs, dehydration. And you're talking less than one-tenth of a percent. It's from other, other issues. Uh, now, I'm going to run through a quick set of self-diagnostic protocols that you can use. Okay, now most people will have a migraine, and they'll call it a, a migraine, okay? Uh, when in reality, most migraines are actually sinuses. And this it comes with the visual disturbance, the nausea, uh, just feeling like you want to lock yourself in a closet. And one of the ways that you can differentiate is put um, one hand on your forehead, one hand on the back of your head, and squeeze it together. And squeeze really, really hard. Now, if that feels better or increases the pain, 
both are definitive for a sinus headache. And so there's a couple of things that you could do. Number one, get something that thins out that mucous membranes that's stuck in there. Okay, so spicy foods, um, hot liquids will also help. Um, because that's going to help loosen up the soft palate and help drain it. Um, intermittent pressure on your forehead by, by applying pressure, then relaxing. Applying pressure, relaxing, that'll help. Getting your chiropractor to adjust the upper cervical area. That'll desensitize the mucous membranes. But also, have you ever had, um, uh, okay, an ice cream headache? Okay, and people will say, no, I ain't having my cream headache, but I've had a margarita headache. Okay, look, if you're drinking stuff too fast and you get brain freeze, which is really a spasm of the soft palate, creating a massive pain over your eyeballs, well, you can do a reverse ice cream headache where you take a cup of hot tea or, or hot water, and, and hold it in the back of your mouth. That's going to relax the smooth, the soft palate, and that will relax some of the pressure on the sinuses. But that intermittent pressure and also breathing steam in through your nose or warm, moist air will also help, help relax that. And then ultimately, you've got to restore the curve in the neck and fix your gut. And then, bam, you got sinus headaches knocked out. Now, migraines, okay, now one of the most common things um, that, that doctors, which, I mean, you figure the medical world, their entire premise, and, and this is because of the propaganda that you're exposed to, is to treat a symptom with a toxic chemical. And I know you're thinking, no, that's medication. Okay, no, their entire protocol is to cover up a symptom with a medication. Even knowing that 93% of the headaches out there are coming from the neck area, <clears throat> now migraines, typically it's treated by a drug called Imitrex, which is um, a pathological drug dealer's dream. <clears throat> it builds up to toxic levels in the body and causes the exact same symptoms that it's designed to treat, and it's incredibly addictive. I've had patients so drugged out, okay, from taking the drug, but they got to take it, otherwise the pain comes back, okay? Let me tell you, your brain and your body do things for a reason. Your brain and your body are smart, okay? Now, the only, you got to look for three stressors. You look for physical stress, chemical stress, and emotional stress. Physical stress is going to be identified on a, on a good set of x-rays. And I mean looking at the side view of the neck, the front view of the neck, stress x-rays. That's going to clue you into a physical or a mechanical distortion leading to the problem. Chemical stressors. Um, look at how many bowel movements a day. If you're at one bowel movement a day, if you're lucky, if one bowel movement a day, if you have poor sleep patterns, that means you're in a chronic state of stress. Let me tell you, this has to go with migraines and the general, the cervicogenic headaches. These two, think of a, a Halloween cat. You know how they go like that and their back arches up? Humans are the same way. The muscles run down either side of our spine. They're not under conscious control. So when I say you've got to look at the physical, chemical, and emotional stress, all three of those stressors have the similar response in the, in the brain, in the body. So if you're emotionally upset, 
I mean, just think of think of the old um, black and white movies. You're such a pain in my neck. That's because if somebody was upset, the muscles would fire off on either side of the spine, just like a, a Halloween cat. And if there's any structural deviation, like a lateral position of the cervical or thoracic spine or forward head carriage, that area is going to feel pain under emotional stress. And then when you look at chemical stressors, dehydration is the most common. So look at physical, chemical, emotional stress. And look, if you're taking medications, let me tell you, opioids, within five days of taking opioids, um, pain levels increase. It's called a medication-induced headache. So look at physical, chemical, emotional stress, and you're guaranteed to find the, the, the cause of it, the stress. Now, <clears throat> we're also going to cover some exercises on eye strain, on stress, allergies, insomnia, headaches, and poisoning. So let's get into this. Now, when we look at the muscles on either side of the spine, and this is where a massage can actually be causing part of the problem. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, man, the scalenes are tight, or the, the, the levator scap, oh, that's a famous one, you know, or, or your trapezius is tight. No, let's look at why the muscles are tight. For one, the muscles that run down either side of the back, they're not under conscious control. <clears throat> so to relax those without understanding why they're tight uh, is not smart. Right? Wait, how do you say not smart? Okay, not smart. Don't say stupid. Okay, yeah, that's an old A Fish Called Wanda joke. Okay, so anyone that's seen the movie A Fish Called Wanda, good, man, you're high-fiving me. Okay, so the muscles, you've got to find out why they're in spasm. <clears throat> and this could be the head being forward or a lateral deviation. Then you're going to know um, how to correct the cause of the muscle spasm, not to relax the muscle itself. So, and all of this has to do with your autonomic nervous system. When you're looking at this, we have two parts of it. One part keeps you alive under stress, and that's called the sympathetic or fight or flight. The other is the rest, digest, and repair. Now, that's actually located in the upper neck area. So you can imagine that somebody that has a structural problem where the head's forward or there's some kind of damage on that neck leading to a clue. The clue I'm talking about is a headache to tell you that there is a problem. Guess what? You're going to have slower, slow bowel movements, poor sleep patterns. There's going to be a whole bunch of secondary problems to clue you into your automatic nervous system not functioning correctly. Well, it's interesting because psychological stress. No, I'm not talking about TV again, so settle down. No, this is out of the Archives of Internal Medicine, 1995. The title of the article is Effects of Acute Psychologic Stress on serum lipid levels, hemoconcentration, and blood viscosity. What this article goes on to say is that the blood gets thick, thick under emotional stress. So does that mean that if you're wearing um, a face mask outside, you're, you're told to cover your nose, and you're wearing it, and you think it's healthy for you? Okay, beautiful. You're not going to have emotional stress. If you're tired of that teenager saying, cover your nose, sir, Okay, that's going to cause emotional stress and thicken the blood. So when that blood gets thick, guess what? 
and it, it can't filter out through different areas. Joints be, become desiccated or drying up. Okay, this is huge. And then when the blood gets thicker, it can't hold a healthy amount of oxygen. So any kind of stress. Um, the medication overuse ed headache is one of the most common in our culture because the average person over 60 takes 12 prescriptions. And I'm over 60 and I'm not taking any, so somebody's making up for me, thank God. <clears throat> now, when you look at this, medications used to treat a headache, don't do them. Don't take them. Okay, why? Because it's not medication deficiency. The most common are nonsteroidal anti-inflammatories. And these nonsteroidal anti-inflammatories, they actually damage tissue. They damage the building block of cartilage. They damage your kidneys. 20% of all heart attacks come from them. And it's not the source of it. There's another article published on the online library. Talked about medication-induced mitochondrial damage. Now, this is, and I'm talking cholesterol-lowering drugs, pain-relieving drugs, Tylenol, and Tylenol, acetaminophen, is in its own category, and that's the main ingredient in Tylenol. Nobody really knows how that works, so it's in its own little class. But all of these drugs and it are li linked to psychotropic damage, I mean, damage to the literally to the mitochondria. And you might say, well, okay, I'm taking a cholesterol and a pain reliever and I take occasional Tylenol and I take occasional. And what does mitochondrial damage have to do with it? How about schizophrenia, bipolar disease, Alzheimer's, migraines, strokes, um, Parkinson's disease, chronic fatigue syndrome? Do, do these things sound like something you want? No. Again, it, in stupid, crazy world, you're going to take a symptom and drug it. That's why I have no respect for doctors that are going to give you a toxic chemical that is a myriad of negative effects without understanding the cause. And if these bastards say the cause is from uh, congen congenital or, or um, genetics or, you know, we just don't know, heck, fire him because there's a big difference between genetic and genetic expression. I mean, here's a study out of British Medical Journal that talks about how antidepressants with a nonsteroidal anti-inflammatory, so you're taking the um, Prozac or Elevil or Welbutrin, and you're taking that with the Motrin and Ibuprofen, bam, increased brain bleed. And this was over 4 million um, 145,000 people, first hospital admission with an intracranial brain bleed within 30 days of the drug use. Does, does that sound good? No, it's not good. Even drugs are used for dementia. So now we're getting into all of these different drugs because medication-induced headache, it literally is a blood toxicity, and these actually cause it. I mean, some people will take antihistamines um, to get sleep. They'll take Tylenol PM or Excedrin PM or Nitol or Salmonix. The problem with these is they block the nervous system transmitter called acetylcholine, and this is linked to Alzheimer's. So here's the thing. If you build your body faster than you break it down, that's ideal. That's neuroplasticity. So anything you do that helps your body is good. Anything you do that harms your body is not good. So now what kind of things harm your body? 
we know um, vaccines, and I'm not talking about the COVID one, Okay, even though I've had seven videos in the last couple of weeks wiped out because I said the vaccine word. Okay, hey, look, is your life important? you got to know that vaccines, not the current COVID one, that's a whole different one. That's a gene-altering medical procedure. I'm talking the standard one where they put a killed pathogen inside of something with some aluminum to stimulate the, and I know aluminum's neurotoxic, but it triggers an inflammatory response. So anything that triggers a TH2 or an inflammatory response um, sensitizes your system to respond with inflammation. So there's vaccines, medications, MSG, glyphosates, pesticides, um, topical chemicals like sunscreen or Purell, that little hand um, sanitizer. Yeah, put it on your hands and develop cancer. Look, you were raised around dirt, okay? Suck it up. You're on this planet. Okay, now, so those are the things that break it down. Now, neuroplasticity, the things that help your body, that build up the nervous system, movement, symmetrical movement. Do you know that I'll get people with a migraine, and I'll say, look, go for a walk just a couple hundred yards and come back. The oxygen, the movement, the symmetrical stimulation helps. Healthy fats, there's like good saturated fats, omega-3s, mental exercising, reading, exercise helps, plant-based diet, deep sleep. I'm telling you, it's going to be exciting. Um, I've also got a couple of articles up here I'm going to put on, on masks, and masks are, you know, face masks. I know it, I know it sounds crazy, um, but people are literally um, told to put a covering over their face in order to go into stores. Um, but of course, when you're in a store or a restaurant and you sit down, you could take the mask off. Okay, this, this is time when common sense should win out. But a mask will interrupt, and I've got four different articles here that I'm bringing up out of uh, 27 articles and talks about healthcare workers, talks about the N95 masks. Okay, now, migraines are also linked to heavy metals and mineral deficiencies. So think of this, if you've had chronic stress, okay, that's physical, chemical, or emotional stress, um, your body produces less stomach acid. You produce less stomach acid, guess what? You got less mineral absorption. So, it, hugely important. Okay, now I'm going to give you a cool trick for an eye strain headache. Now, um, imagine if you're just sitting there staring at a computer and your eyes are achy, you got this pain over your forehead, it's miserable. Well, now, if you have a workout where you're working your biceps or your, your leg muscles or things and you've strained those, that might take a, a few hours to a couple of days to rest. Well, the muscles inside and outside of your eye are smooth muscles. So these react like organ tissues. So they can replenish super, super quick. So I'm going to tell you a quick exercise now. So you, um, sit down, or, and don't do this while you're driving. Cup your hands and cover your eyes. So it's totally, totally dark. Cover your eyes and, and make sure both of them are covered. So it's super dark. And then... With your eyes completely covered, 
open your eyes and try and see on the inside of your hands. Now, you're going to feel the intrinsic muscles of your eyes relax almost immediately, and it's going to feel kind of good. But by you trying to see the inside of your eyes in that dark area will have a relaxing, calming effect. So if you do this, or you can sit in just a completely dark room, but you have to try and focus your eyes. That'll, that'll dilate the, the intrinsic muscles and have a calming effect on the eye. Do this for about 30 seconds, and your eyes are going to be good to go. And if you're in an incredibly bright area, if you're snow-blinded, if you're working on a computer, there's a great way to decrease an eye strain headache. And going back to that sinus headache, aside from the hot water, guess what? Apply pressure on the front and back. Get your nervous system adjusted so you're altering the nerve supply to those sinuses. Spicy foods are amazing. The capsaicin is so good for you. And then also, um, water. Most people are dehydrated, and that has a thickening of the mucous membranes. And here's a quick trick, man, fresh pineapple. The bromelain inside of there is a natural anti-inflammatory, and it tastes good. It's actually really, really fun for you. Now, knowing that 93% of the time, a uh, headache, and, and you know, you might say, well, you know, I'm, I'm panicked, the world shut down for a disease that has a 99% recovery rate, actually 99.7% recovery rate for uh, the average human being if you're below 79 years old. And 93% of all headaches are coming from the neck. Well, how about we just fix the neck? So there's a couple of things. One, if you just sit up, look straight, and look up, and then look straight ahead, look up and straight ahead. So you're pointing your chin to the ceiling. Fantastic. That's going to start to get it working right. If you put a, a thin towel at the base of your neck, you're going to isolate your neck, and you're going to get more clear motion. So this is going to be a better neck curve exercise. Or if you're sitting at a desk, you just put your elbows on the desk, put your thumbs underneath your chin and lift up, and then deep breathe. It's getting that curve back in the neck. Remember, the curve in the neck is the arc of life. But make sure when you're doing that exercise, if you're doing the repetitive motion exercise, where you're pulling down and looking up, pulling down and looking up, only pull down with around two pounds of pressure and look straight up. That dynamic motion creates imbibition, which allows the disc to get fluid. There's a static one where you can be laying on the floor like, like you were a 12-year-old kid watching TV. Or you could be sitting at a desk or a kitchen counter where you put your elbows on it, put your thumbs underneath your chin and lift up, and then deep breathe while you're doing that. That's a passive um, stretch. And these are fantastic to do multiple times throughout the day. And the typical advice on patients is that we'll give you, you know, 100 of these a day. And people will say, well, should I do all 100 now? Well, think about it. If you're going to be at a computer for, you know, five, six hours, do 20 every hour. That'll work. Okay? And, and so you always are correcting the abnormal, um, uh, abnormal biomechanics. Now, it's interesting. When I tell people, don't use the nonsteroidal anti-inflammatory pain relievers. They'll say, well, well, I don't want to be hurting. I don't want to be hurting. Okay, cool. I'm with you on there. I don't want you to be hurting either. But look at cayenne. Okay, there's a great article in 1998 at the Clinical Journal of Pain. And 
and talking about capsaicin or cayenne supplements, absolutely brilliant. Now, um, also, so what, what can you do when you're looking at physical, chemical, and emotional stressors? Those three stressors, you've got to look at the how to identify and how to correct it. Physical stress, you've got to do um, standard x-rays, posture analysis, nerve scans, all of that will identify, and then you fix the problem. Um, chemical stress, you could look at um, thermography, how the, the physiology is, how many bowel movements a day, and what are the solutions for that? Chelation, IV chelation or oral chelation. And let me tell you, you could just eat a salad with tons of cilantro on it, and that's going to help. So when Hippocrates said, let food be your medicine and medicine be your food, fantastic. And then emotional stressors. Look at cross-crawl activity, deep breathing activity, and look at neuro-linguistic programming. Those are amazing. Okay, now, um, also, here, let's go in this. Now, I actually have a caller, and I never answer calls, so uh, let me try this, okay? Hello, caller, you're on. Are you there? I do get headaches once in a while, man, and I'm not sure where they come from at all. And sometimes I've, I've been hit in the head with a bat before, and maybe that caused it. I believe I was nine years old. My mama did it. You, do you think Buddy, I had because it. of that? I hope, I hope she, didn't, I hope she no, didn't hit you in the head with a bat. <laughs> Hopefully it was just an accident. Yeah, getting hit in the head with a bat. No, it was all perfect. You know what think. I did? I was trying to steal a little bit of extra food right there off the table, and my mama had a way of discipline that corrected you immediately, and that's what happened. And I never steal extra food off the table again, so I still get <laughs> headaches over that there. It bothers me. It does. Sometimes it shuts me down, man. How can I deal with that? Well, buddy, yes. Look at all the solutions that we're talking about. An old trauma, because you sound like you're over 30 years old now, and that would probably happen a long time ago. Um, you've got to get an x-ray of your neck and upper thoracic area. You've got to look at the I'm not getting nuclear. It ain't going to uh-huh. happen. I'm just not going to do that. There. Okay, you don't have not to do happen. that. Okay, but I'd recommend, because to see what's wrong, that's ideal. And if you're concerned with radiation on x-rays, there's, um, I'd go to the website, idealspine.com, and uh, you'll get on there and you'll find out a good set of x-rays. Are you French? uh, 13 views of the x-rays of a body, and it's less radiation than being out in the sun for three hours at Washington, D.C., so it's not I'm a out in the sun eighteen hours Buddy, a day I, over here. I work on a farm. Do you think that has anything to do with it? That's what I do. I work on a damn farm and I'm outside on the Well, sun. okay, I now I hate to sun. say it, but I only got two. And I've been Buddy. hit with a Louisville slugger when that was nine years ago. And and this is one of the reasons that I usually don't take uh, callers. So God bless you, buddy. Talk to you later. <laughs> I love our world. There's some neat people in it. Um, so now, 
on the censored portion of this. So when we talk about stress, now that last last fellow hit in the head with a baseball bat when he was nine, past traumas got to be addressed. And the only way to find the problem and to fix it is to see it. So if you're concerned about x-rays, just get out there and do some research because we've got a couple of of, of flyers and studies that we have here that we give out to our patients and you'll see that the x-rays that we use in our standard series we could do um, 13 of these series and this is bending films stress films everything of the whole body 13 of those in the space of a month so so getting our standard set is less radiation than you would get standing outside in the sun in the summertime at uh, Washington D.C. Now, tonight on the censored portion, we're going to be going over um, uh, the causes of a revolution because society is changing very, very rapidly. And there's also some a uh, couple of good articles about life insurances not paying if you've been injured by the COVID vax. Now, we know the government is supposed to pay for those injuries, but there is no liability for this product. We're going to go over the details of that um, and also uh, some more information on uh, face masks, on PCR testing, and um, some of the effects of the vaccine so that you could be empowered, so you could take that knowledge and make a difference. So when people look at you and say, well, why aren't you getting that vax? You could say, well, because it can negatively affect my DNA and my cell production. And you can, if you're on the Dr. B VIP site, you're going to get the PowerPoints, you're going to get the handouts, and you can forward this information to everybody you know, and that is the key. That's how we take this world back. Um, this is Dr. John, your advocate for health. God bless you, and I love you. Get out there and take charge of your own health. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.